You're listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 18th of January 2023. It was a fairly mixed day on the Australian share market today with the ASX 200 hitting a fresh nine-month high, but the market finished only just stronger with the market up by seven points or 0.1% to 7,393. For the more on the day's market action, I spoke earlier with Francesco Destratus from Ordminet. Um, we still had some um, early numbers coming out of some of the banks were pretty disappointing, but then there were some positives. So fairly, fairly benign, I suppose, market in the US. Um, and then our market was waiting on news of uh, you know, what the Bank of Japan might do with interest rates. Um, the announcement came out that um, they really did nothing. So um, the market moved down leading into it, expecting that they might sort of do nothing. Um, and then it moved up and then we're back to where we started from. So really, the Bank of Japan, you know, the, the way they operate monetary policy is a little bit different to, you know, the likes of Australia and the United States, where we focus on the short-term money market, so the cash rate. Um, they operate what they call a yield curve control, which which impacts upon the short and long-term uh, interest rates, and they did nothing. So uh, no changes there. Uh, we're back to a fairly flat market, slightly higher. I think, to be honest, it was a fairly quiet day on the share market today, but there was one story that really caught my attention. It may be a smaller company. It's still all the All Ordinaries Index, and that's Redbubble, the online marketplace for uh, independent artists. It's letting go of about 14% of its workforce. So that's um, around about 50 people. Um, And its CEO says he expects consumer demand to remain challenging and that consumers are now value-driven in a tougher economic environment. The question for you, though, is that even though it's a smaller company, smaller job cuts, do you think that these staff cuts that that we have seen today are just the tip of the iceberg, particularly in the tech sector, because what we've seen in the US are the likes of Amazon cutting 18,000 jobs earlier this year, Salesforce 8,000. Do you think Australian companies will now start following suit? Yeah, look, I think certain areas of the tech sector will, will experience that. I mean, you mentioned Amazon, uh, Redbubble, Redbubble, sorry, they're both retailers. Um, and the expectations with uh, rising interest rates around the world is that, you know, the, the consumer is going to come under pressure. Now, yeah, the likes of um, uh, Amazon and Redbubble uh, are, are discretionary spending, uh, more so with Redbubble too. Um, so so the, the, when, when you see interest rates rising and, and cost pressures coming in, um, those discretionary spending is the first things that get cut. So I'm not surprised by the, the cuts there. Um, it, it's, I, I suppose, it's very important to look at sort of what Amazon does as well, um, you know, large cuts in stuff. But at the same time, you know, a lot of um, um, these sales and marketing online companies are going to feel the pressure. So when you start to see um, the, the retailers come under pressure, you're also going to start to see the marketing. So things like, you know, social media, gossip sites and, 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 and um, you know, Facebooks and the like of that, their uh, advertising spending is going to start to feel some pressure as well. So I think we'll see job cuts like we've seen with with Twitter. You know, Elon Musk has come in and decided that, you know, we need to get uh, subscriptions because advertising might be, uh, you know, very volatile uh, in the coming years. So not surprised there. But on the flip side, um, if you look at other areas of the tech sector, artificial intelligence and uh, cybersecurity, I really see good opportunities uh, in those areas in the future.
Okay. And on the retail space, though, I mean, it's, it's same but different. You've got others like JB Hi-Fi doing quite well, though, even though we're in this tougher economic environment. Why do you think that is? Well, number one, JB Hi-Fi is a very, very good retailer. It's done extremely well over the last 10 to 15 years. Um, they're really good at keeping their costs under pressure, uh, sorry, um, under wraps. Um, so, so, but, and we've seen their sales numbers uh, update the other day and they look very promising uh, for the last half. Um, they're still going to come under pressure over the next 12 to 18 months as well with higher interest rates. But I think what we've seen leading into Christmas was that um, a lot of spending was, was delayed, so therefore people had to go out into the retail centres to, to purchase gifts and things like that at the last minute, um, and that boosted sales for, for, for the likes of JB Hi-Fi. Also, I think, you know, there is still a bit of lag in spending coming out of uh, COVID um, and leading into the new um, new year for school and university. That, that boosts the spending a bit. Um, on the flip side, though, not expecting a great deal of... Uh, growth out of JB Hi-Fi leading into the next year. Um, if anything, might see it flat. And, and just back on, on the, the technology and job side of things, I mean, I don't want to overblow it, but do you think there is a risk that we'll see job losses in that sector in particular, given what we've seen overseas? Oh, definitely. I think we will because, uh, you know, a lot of these businesses... Um, a lot of these startup businesses in particular are not making profit, so they've got to be really conscious of their costs. And, and the biggest costs in, in a lot of these tech companies are, are uh, employees and staff. So, so they're, they're, I think we're going to see in certain areas of that sector um, um, some job losses coming forward. And finally, as we go through 2023, this is the first time I'm speaking to you this year. We know that interest rates are rising. Um, inflation is too, although we may have seen a peak in the December quarter for Australia. We know other parts of the world, particularly the US, may have already come off its peak. Where do you see the investment opportunities? Yeah, and happy new year to you as well, <laughs> Ricardo. Look, I think there's um, three areas I'm, I'm focused on. One we just talked about is, is the tech sector. And again, I'm going to be very specific in that not all of the tech sector, we've got to be very specific in looking at areas of artificial intelligence um, and um, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, and to a lesser degree, um, you know, data storage is an area there where we see some growth as well. So, um, and again, with, those, with those, that area of the tech sector, you've got to be very selective as well and look for great, good businesses that are showing good value as well. Um, the resources sector and energy sector, I think potentially there's opportunities there. We've seen uh, China coming out of uh, very strict uh, lockdown restrictions with COVID. Um, GDP numbers are, are fairly benign, so probably expecting a bit of um, um, stimulus coming out of China. That's going to benefit in the first part of this year, the resources sector and energy. Energy also benefiting from the conflict. Um, in Russia um, and Ukraine. Um, and then a third one with rising interest rates, I'm going to um, put the banks out there as well, particularly the big four. Um, look, rising interest rates, um, we're starting to see some margin expansions on the banks, despite um, you're going to see low growth in loans um, and potentially some higher uh, defaults in, in the banking sector. But over the last two years, the banks have really streamlined their business, got rid of a lot of peripheral businesses like insurance and wealth management uh, and really focus on what they do well, and that is uh, take deposits and lend money. Francesco Destratus there from Ward Minette.
This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music